the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now this is a continuation of the series of sermons that I will do on the sacraments. And to do these sermons, I will continue to outline the work by Frank Sheed, Theology for Beginners. So we'll do do a review from last time. We were speaking of sanctifying grace. And sanctifying grace is the simple, most important, the single most important thing in this world and in the next. Sanctifying grace is absolutely necessary for salvation. Because without it, we can't get to heaven. And without it, we can't live there. If we die without it, then we will suffer the eternal flames of hell. Sanctifying grace is a supernatural gift from God, and it is a quality in our souls which makes us holy and pleasing to God. We can lose sanctifying grace by committing one mortal sin. That's all. And all grace is gone. All the gifts are gone. All the supernaturally infused virtues are gone. Charity is gone, and only faith and hope remain unless we specifically commit a mortal sin against these two virtues. When we lose sanctifying grace, we lose everything because we lose the friendship of Almighty God. So how do we get sanctifying grace? We get sanctifying grace through the sacraments of the Roman Catholic Church, and that is where we will begin this week. There was a Franciscan missionary one time who was working down in Bolivia, and he was telling me about this one instance where these villagers had come down from the mountains, and they approached him right after Mass, and they came up to him. And he was in this small town, and he had asked why they came to him. And they said that they knew, or they had heard that there was a priest nearby, and so they wanted to bring this priest to the village. And they told him that they walked three days to come out here to ask him to come to their village. But he said, I will go. So they all returned to the village with this priest. But as they were walking along, they were going into the mountains. So they were going higher and higher. And they went above the snow line. And as he was looking at the ground, he could see the footprints in the snow. And he noticed that they were barefoot. He hadn't seen this until they started walking in the snow. But he also noticed that there were some stains in the snow. He saw some splotches. And then he sat down to rest. And then he noticed their feet. And he said to them, your feet are bleeding. But they just nodded with him with a smile and said, yes, but we have a priest. They have a priest. A priest that will give them the sacraments and with it sanctifying grace, which they understood to be necessary for their souls. This journey was just as important to them as if they went out for food that was necessary for their bodies if they were starving. These people understood their faith. They lived it. And they lived just as they believed. You see, they could see things both natural and supernatural. This is how God intends us to see things. So this is how things really are. This is living in reality. Now we understand that to live in reality is to be sane, to be normal. Sanity is seeing things as they really are. Insanity, though, is living a life which is outside of reality. We have to be in complete conformity with reality if we want to be completely sane. Now, rejecting God or just living a natural life is not reality, because reality includes the supernatural. If you want to be in full contact with reality, you must rise higher to the supernatural life. Now, the reality of life 
is that Adam committed sin. And we, are, we all entered into this world as enemies of God. In fact, St. Paul tells us that we are born children of wrath. This means that naturally speaking, we are the object of God's anger because we have original sin on our souls and we are deprived of sanctifying grace. And we are entirely separated from God without the possibility of ever seeing Him. This is man in his fallen state. So we needed our Lord to come down to die for us and to give us the sacraments so that we prepare for heaven. Now these sacraments are the instruments for sanctifying grace, which makes us pleasing to God so that we can get to heaven. The villagers in Bolivia recognized this, and so they came for their priest who would bring them the sacraments. God made the system of the sacraments while he walked here on earth in the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now we know from the Baltimore Catechism, the definition of a sacrament, that it is an outward sign which is instituted by Christ, our Lord himself, to give grace. Now an outward sign, all that is, is something that we see in reality that is used in a supernatural way to bring grace into our souls. Now this outward sign was given by our Lord here on earth, and I'll give an example. If we look at baptism, our Lord instituted baptism when he was baptized by St. John the Baptist. Now water was used in this, and it was poured over his head. But you see, our Lord did not need to be baptized. He is in perfect friendship with God, because he is God. So why did he do this? Well, the church fathers say that it was not the waters that sanctified our Lord, but our Lord who sanctified the waters. So our Lord here created the sacrament of baptism. In other words, our Lord made the waters holy for the sacrament. Now, in the coming weeks, we'll we'll look at all the other sacraments in the exact same way of our Lord instituting them and all the graces that come from the sacraments. Now, all these sacraments correspond to some part of our natural life. Baptism, the sacrament of spiritual birth, corresponds to natural birth. The supernatural is the most important, of course, but without the natural, you cannot have the supernatural. So it is clear that natural life exists, but natural life exists only for the greater good, the spiritual life. If we were never born, we would have never entered into this world. But if we were never supernaturally born by baptism, we will never get into heaven. Our Lord said to Nicodemus, Unless a man be born again of water and the Holy Ghost, he shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. This born again is a life of sanctifying grace. It's not like the Protestants who think that they can never lose it. But the reality is that we can, and this is through mortal sin. Now just in this example of baptism, all the sacraments imitate our life in this world by providing us the grace to help us at every step in life through adolescence, and through adulthood, and to live the life in the next world. Now, confirmation helps us in adolescence to give us the grace to defend our faith and to be soldiers for Christ. Confirmation gives us the strength and the help to grow in our faith. Holy Communion gives us a spiritual nourishment for the individual soul. Just like when we need food for the body to live, so also do we need the Blessed Sacrament as food for our souls. This is why our Lord said, unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you have no life in you. If a man becomes sick in this life, he needs a cure to make him well. Penance gives life to the soul. It cures man who is spiritually dead 
because of mortal sin and restores them to sanctifying grace. Extreme unction removes the remains of sin and prepares a man for eternal glory, prepares him for death. Holy matrimony, the sacrament, marriage, gives grace to propagate the human race. And it gives the grace in raising children so that they gain eternal salvation. Now the holy sacrament or the sacrament of holy orders gives us the priesthood so that the life of sanctifying grace will continue to be brought into the world through the sacraments. Now these seven sacraments are the instruments to get sanctifying grace, which is necessary for eternal salvation. This is reality. This is seeing things as God sees them. Sanctifying grace gives us this ability. Sanctifying grace raises us above this natural life so that we can recognize the supernatural in order to save our souls, just like the villagers in Bolivia. This is reality, and this is the way to eternal salvation. So we'll do a quick review. To see the things the way God sees them is seeing things as they really are in reality. Sanctifying grace gives us this power. We saw how the sacraments were meant not only for our salvation, but for our way of living supernaturally here on earth. Without natural means, food, medicine, and strength, the body will not be able to live. So also without the supernatural means of sanctifying grace through the sacraments, the soul would not be able to live. The sacraments give us this power to live supernaturally so that we are pleasing to Almighty God. And this is reality. May God bless you all in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.